0: Harry. Join me as we look at Disney destinations and what you need to know so you can be a jolly traveler. Well, hello. Hope you are doing well. We are just a few days away from the big day, from Christmas Day, and I don't know about you, but I am super excited. We hope to be able to leave on Christmas Eve with my family, to go down there and spend a few days and spend actually Christmas Day inside the parks, and we have been talking and planning and dreaming about this for a long, long time, so we are very excited I hope whatever plans you have with your family, you are looking forward to those, and I'm sure that... Everyone is anxiously wrapping and cooking and prepping and doing all the things to get ready. It's just, it's a busy time of year, but it's going to be a happy time of year. I hope and pray for all of you. Today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about a couple of things that have changed with operating procedures at Disney since we spoke last week. I want to talk about some new things. I want to give a few shout outs for some new programming I've watched over the week. So again, this episode is going to be a little of this and a little of that. We're going to start right off with a place that I don't speak of a lot. We're going to talk about Universal Studios for just a minute because I do have some clients that are planning to head down there and I want to talk about that for a moment to hopefully help them when they head down there. As you all know, Theme parks in general are working at a decreased capacity over what it was before all of the shutdowns happened. So I've heard rumors and tales that everybody's kind of operating at a 35% capacity. With Disney, the way they have worked their park system is that you buy tickets And along with the tickets, you have to have a park pass reservation. You have to have those two things to enter into a Disney theme park. Universal is a little different. Universal has several different ways you can buy tickets, several different ways that that works, and so it's different. And I want everyone to kind of know how that works. Universal has tickets that are date-based, that means if you buy a certain ticket you designate the first day that you're going to use that ticket they also have a great promotion going on right now where you can buy two days worth of park tickets and you get three days worth of park tickets for free which is a great bargain Here's what you need to know about those tickets. If you have a ticket at Universal that is not date-based, which these discounted tickets are not, then you are not guaranteed entry into the theme park. If the theme parks reach capacity, it doesn't matter if you have that ticket or not, you will not be allowed to enter into the parks. So I think that's real important. A lot of people don't realize that that is like a thing. And the last two weekends, Universal has reached capacity both days, the last two weekends by 11, 30 their time. They're on Eastern time. So you want to be aware. It's so important that you get to the parks early before that capacity is reached. Now I can only imagine what next weekend is gonna be and the weekend after that because those are kind of holiday weekends and historically they are the busiest times in the parks. So you wanna be super aware that that could be an issue. One thing to keep in mind, the parks for the next couple of weeks will be both of the parks. There's two theme parks at Universal. The hours that for those parks are 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. If you purchase your tickets through a travel advisor like myself, you are then offered early entry into the parks, which means that you would be able to get into the parks as early as 7 a.m. So if you do have those tickets that are not date-based by Booking your tickets through a travel advisor and getting that extra hour to get in, that just gives you that extra layer of protection to be able to get into the parks before they reach capacity. So I just want to talk to all you Harry Potter fans that are heading to Universal or, you know, like those great big uh, simulated rides and, and death-defying roller coasters. Just be aware of what kind of tickets you have and just be aware that just because you have that ticket does not mean that you are guaranteed entries into the parks. That's my Universal talk for today. There have been some new developments at Disney world since we spoke last week so I want to catch you up on all of that. Starting on December 20th Rise of the Resistance at Disney's Hollywood Studios is modifying their times to try to get a boarding pass for that attraction. We've talked about tips. We've talked about times. I'm just going to update you on the times. It's still as 7 a.m. is the first opportunity within a day for you to try to get that boarding pass but they have moved the second boarding pass opportunity from 2 p.m. up to 1 p.m. and for that 1 p.m. time slot you have to be inside the park to try to get that boarding pass. You do not have to be in the park for the first one because obviously the park most often is not going to be open by 7 in the morning. So the 7 a.m. you are trying that from your hotel your resort, some wherever you happen to be at seven a.m., you're going to try then. But for the one p.m. starting on December twentieth, you have to physically be in the park to try to get that boarding pass. So that's important information to know. What goes hand in hand with that? are a couple of things that are coming up for 2021. Since this shutdown and the reopening, Disney has not implemented the park hopper option on your park tickets back. Everything has been base tickets. So you buy your base ticket, you make your park pass reservation for whatever park you're going into that day, and that's how you do that. Starting January 1 of 2021, they have brought back the park hopper option. It is going to be different than it has been before shutdown, so I want to go over that again with you. If you have a ticket that you have purchased that has the park hopper option, you will still choose which park you want to start with. So let's say I'm going to arrive on Thursday and I want to go to Magic Kingdom that day. So the park pass reservation you're going to make is going to be for Magic Kingdom. With the park hopper, you cannot... Park hop to another park until after 2 p.m. You don't have to make another park pass reservation just for the first park you're going to, that's it. But then after 2 p.m., you are then able to hop and go to a different park. Now, this is something you know to keep in mind if you're wanting to try to get a boarding group at Hollywood Studios, you could stay there until 1 p.m., try for that boarding group, and then hop somewhere else. If you're finished for the day, you can hop somewhere else. But if you're at a different park, you're not going to be able to hop over to Hollywood Studios and try to get in that boarding group. And I think that's a reason why they moved that boarding group opportunity up to 1 p.m. so that you wouldn't have people hopping from other parks trying to get into Hollywood Studios to try to get the boarding group, just keep that in mind. If you do decide to add the park hopper option onto your tickets, you cannot hop to a different park until after 2 p.m. Another thing I want to talk about is that since Disney came out with Magic Bands, Magic Bands has been a complimentary feature. Of your Disney Resort vacation package, they came with your reservation. For all reservations starting in January first of 2021, the Magic Bands will no longer be complimentary. So you have a couple of different options. Option number one, if you have previously been to Disney and have a magic band, it could still be active and you can use that magic band for your upcoming trip. You can also still purchase for a reduced price in your My Disney Experience account a magic band. They just won't be complimentary. I think they're charging for the base colors, $5. You can get one with a fancy design for more than that but it's still a reduced price for what you would pay if you were in the theme parks or if you bought it on shop disney if you opt out of the magic band altogether you've never been to disney before you don't want to pay the extra money for a magic band then what you will be given will be what you used to have before magic bands which it looks kind of like a credit card and all of your information will be on that card. If you're going that route, I really recommend you having some sort of a lanyard where you can put those tickets down in. It just makes it so much simpler than having to pull the tickets in and out, in and out. You just have them right there around your neck. So that's something to think about too. Personally, I think that magic bands are one of those things that makes sense. It's worth $5 a person to have the magic bands and just have everything on your wrist and not have to worry about keeping up with that credit card ticket. But that's just me. I think that that is a great value, even though it used to be complimentary and now it's $5. To me, I would spend that in a heartbeat just to have that ease of having that on my wrist instead of, you know, around my neck. Another item to talk about is I know a lot of the resorts are slowly reopening. Some have been reopened. Some have still not opened up yet. One of the ones that has not opened up yet, but was slated to open pretty early was All-Star Movies. And some clients have already booked in to All-Star Movies, but they have pushed back the reopening of that resort. And so it is not going to be opening until March the 22nd of 2021. So if you have a reservation or your travel advisor booked you at All Star Movies and you are going before March the 22nd, they will be reaching out to you to get you rescheduled into something that's going to be open. It just... For whatever reason, Disney has pushed back the reopening of that resort. And so it looks like it's going to be toward the end of March before that reopens. Now we need to talk about discounts. Disney World has released some information about an upcoming discount that's going to be available. They have not released every bit of the details yet. What we do know is that beginning January the 5th of 2021, there is going to be a discount available for people that are planning to travel January 8th through September 25th of 2021. Here are the stipulations for this discount. You have to be in a package that is non-discounted for a minimum of 4 days, 3 night stay with tickets. So you have to have at least a 4 day, 3 night stay with tickets in a package during those travel dates at select resorts. Now that's one of the things we don't know. They haven't told us which resorts are select resorts, but obviously we are monitoring that very closely. If you meet those qualifications of things, then the discount is that you are gonna receive an additional two days worth of theme park tickets for free. I know that sounds like a great discount and I'm all about trying to find a a good deal for all of my clients. Here's what I want you to know about any kind of discount that is offered. What you want to do is you always want to have someone that is looking to try to save you the most money. And sometimes the offer that sounds the best is not actually the best value. I know anybody that has followed Disney for any period of time has heard about free dining. I can't tell you the amount of times I have been asked, is Disney going to offer free dining? When is free dining going to be offered? I'm waiting for free dining, free dining. But this is what a lot of people don't know. Sometimes free dining is not the best deal. Sometimes it's a room discount. And it all just depends on what you're wanting to do on your vacation when it is, what discounts are available. Obviously, you want to try to have any discount that's available and apply it. That's for sure. You don't ever want to pay rack rate if you can keep from it. But you want to have someone that monitors the discounts, number one, to try to apply them for you. And that's obviously part of our services as travel advisors. We monitor all those situations and know what we're doing as far as how's the best way to get this. Sometimes you have to be on hold. I have been on hold for seven, eight plus hours in a day when a discount's released. You don't have time for that. You don't want to do that. Let us deal with that. But what I'm saying is sometimes, like this discount, while this discount might be good, there might be a discount that comes out that would be better to save you more money. So just keep that in mind. And one thing to know, if you know or you're pretty sure that you want to travel sometimes in 2021, don't wait and put off trying to book something till the last minute if you can help it thinking, oh, I'm going to wait and see what deals come out. I want a good deal because... We can apply any discounts to a package that is booked at a standard rate. So the only thing you're locking in when we make a reservation for you is availability and price is what it is now. So you're guaranteeing yourself, I'm locking it in at this price and I know that it will not be any higher. We can still add discounts and promotions to make it go lower, but what you know for sure is it is not going to go any higher. To lock in the package pricing, you're just putting down that $200 deposit that is completely refundable up to 30 days before you travel. That's when your final payment's due. So really, you're putting that $200 down, and you have time to see what discounts come open and you're not losing anything if it doesn't work out and you have to cancel you get that money or any money that you apply to your vacation package before final payment is a hundred percent refundable so i'm all about peace of mind and you know if you are thinking about or interested in going in 2021 please reach out to myself or my other agents. We would love to get you pricing. It doesn't cost you anything to get a quote through us. It doesn't cost you anything to book with us. And we so appreciate being able to service our clients. We truly enjoy it and love it. And would love to earn your business in 2021 and going forward. The last thing I want to talk about is not anything to do really with the parks, but is Disney Plus. I don't know how many of you have Disney Plus. But we obviously have it. And there's a couple of things on there that I just want to make note of if you haven't been able to catch a couple of things. Number one is The Mandalorian. Now, if you don't know what The Mandalorian is, it is a Star Wars show that picks up in a section of time. Well, Star Wars in general is very confusing to me, and I'm just going to be honest with you. My son could tell you every order of every movie and every character in the back history, which comes in very handy when watching The Mandalorian because apparently it happens in a... In a time where if you've watched the other Star Wars movies, it's during the time of Luke Skywalker. So, it's it's not during the very beginning with Anakin, but it's kind of in the middle. I know that's very confusing. And I'm so thankful I have Sawyer that he can tell me who these people are and kind of wrap up some things. But anyway, The Mandalorian has been a great show. This is the second season that has just wrapped up this week. And... We sit down as a family and watch that. Sometimes Sawyer can wait for us to watch it. But he, the last couple of weeks, he's, he can't wait when it drops on Friday. He'd have to go in and watch it. Well, this Friday was the season finale. And he was like, oh, mama, you are not going to believe. I can, we, we've got to watch this. You are not going to believe what happened. Don't go on the internet. Don't read anything. Just watch it. So I knew something pretty substantial must have happened. And it did, and I'm not going to spoil it for you, and I'm not going to tell you what happened. But if you have Star Wars fans, or you're a Star Wars fan, I have seen and read so many people since then that have said that they cried, they couldn't, you know, believe it. It was really good. It was It was a really good season ending. I don't know how they're going to take it from there. But I want to encourage you that if you're looking for something good to do and you haven't watched any of The Mandalorian, it is very well done. It's good for all ages. Even if you're not a super big Star Wars fan, I think you'll enjoy it. So check that out. Another thing on Disney Plus that has just... I just noticed it like this week. Well, actually, Sawyer told me. He bird dogs Disney Plus now. He knows when all the stuff comes out. But there is a new series on there that is called Disney Parks Sunrise Series. And what it is, it is the most beautifully filmed. And they have a beautiful, soothing score of music that plays in the background. But it takes you to three of the four parks. I don't know if they just haven't gotten around to Hollywood Studios yet, but Currently, you've got sunrise at Magic Kingdom, sunrise at Disney's Animal Kingdom, sunrise at Epcot. And it shows, obviously, the castle is featured, the tree of life at Animal Kingdom, the spaceship Earth orb, or as people like to call it, the golf ball. It shows the sunrise with the music, with all of these things in the background. It's beautiful. If you're looking for a nice way to spend your day, start your morning drink your cup of coffee, get ready for work, whatever you do, and just have that on where you can hear and kind of see it. It is beautiful. I have thoroughly enjoyed watching that. That's been so much fun. Another thing that they have, I know you're probably all familiar with the, at Christmas time, you'll have the Yule Log, and you can put the Yule Log on your TV, and you can hear a crackling fireplace and watch the ambiance of the Yule Log, and it's all very nice and lovely. Well, they also have on Disney Plus a couple of different things. They have a Yule Log there, but it's actually the Arendelle Castle Yule Log, so that's pretty funny. They have a Dory's Reef Cam where it's made to look like that you are underwater with the characters of Nemo. So, if you were to have a, a reef camera watching, it's so cute. I have enjoyed that very much. So check those out if you're looking for something new and different to watch or to put on your tv while you're wrapping presents or just some really good things on disney plus there are so many things on there there's old things there's new things they have showing how they decorate the parks for the holidays just so many things to watch and enjoy that gets you in the holiday spirit with a disney flair which i always appreciate so I think as much as I'm trying not to look at what they currently have there, because I want to be really surprised when we get down there this week, having a little bit of it, I just I just need a little bit here, a little, little bit there, and that's tying me over till I can get down there. We are so very excited. Well, I want to take this opportunity to tell y'all that I have enjoyed thoroughly visiting with y'all and talking with y'all about all things Disney I look forward to Getting back from our trip and be able to tell you some of our experiences and how things were different than I was there in October and my favorite holiday things. I hope to try lots of holiday treats and see the overlays of the different rides and just having the time away with my whole family, all seven of us, we're super excited about. And I hope that you and your families have the best Christmas and holiday season ever. And I look forward to visiting with y'all one more time before 2020 closes out. And we usher in a fabulous 2021. So until next week, have the holliest, jolliest Christmas. And I will see you all soon. Thanks for joining me. I'm so grateful for our community. Until next time, whether traveling the world, the neighborhood, or just through life, remember, travel jolly.